0: It's Monday, it's the morning,
1: it's macabre.
0: Welcome to Monday, More Macabre with Scones and Darcy. We're back. Episode, uh, I believe this will be episode 7. I lost count. <laughs> Once it comes out, I think we've done over 100 or 200 by now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but this one felt like a 7.
0: This feels like number 7. Scones, how how are you doing on this fine Monday morning? I'm doing well. That's great. You've got a coffee in hand.
1: Oh, yeah uh, I do. <laughs> we got
0: some peanut butter, chocolate, coffee flavor f- from my what is that machine called? A Keurig. We just had some foods, some drinks, and we're ready to we're ready to talk spooky. Today I'm going to be presenting to scones. Yeah, give our, me that story. Our spooky hors d'oeuvre today, and that is of America's first serial killer, the devil in the White City himself, Mister H. H. Holmes. So H H Holmes, this guy was a real piece of shit. <laughs> like number one, his entire life is just fraud, debauchery, crime. The American murder. Dream, baby. He literally is just all through his life doing terrible, terrible things. Start with his early life. So Holmes was born as Herman Webster Mudgett. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He right off the bat. <laughs> He's off to a rough oh, start. Oh, uh, That's a rough I'm, name to start off with. He was born in Gilmanton, New Hampshire on May 16th, 1861.
1: New Hampshire? New
0: Hampshire. So we're going back to the late 1800s. This is a pre... This, this is one, this, Like I said, he's the earliest or first American c- serial killer. So, you know, we're going back a ways. A ways. Herman was like most serial killers... He was abused by his father. His father would. That name alone was abused from his father. (laughs) (laughs) Just left. Just roses. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Uh, So his father would. (laughs) He would do things to Herman like if he was whining too much, he'd put a kerosene rag in his mouth. It's or. yes, I know. Like. I thought you were going to say like a belt or something. No, <laughs> it's nope. like... And he'd also starve a him. kerosene rags. Yeah, he would mouth. starve him also if he's being... So like... Oh my God. Yeah, it's... It's off to a rough start Fucking to begin with. It's
1: gruesome for Herman Mudgett.
0: Yeah. Growing up, he took isolation in the woods, probably because he didn't want to get kerosene rags stuffed in his mouth and stuff. He would just hang out in the woods? Like he would go into the woods and yeah, that's where he like spent a lot of his time. So it's like... He's like an evil version of
1: like Thoreau. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> And then that's where he started dissecting reptiles and small animals. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. He's got all the tra- all the classic traits of the like the McDonald's three or whatever it's called, where it's like McDonald's? Yeah. Uh there's serial is killers. That- it's killing animals, lighting fires, and wetting your bed are like
1: three signs that you'll grow up to be a killer. Oh, what's the McDonald's for? I think oh, Mc- is that a no, guy? the guy who found fact- no. Okay. <laughs> It's like throwing out your happy meal, yeah. <laughs> ordering yeah, meet, Burger King, hanging out with the hamburger <laughs> being rude, the grimace, and, and not getting, <laughs> not donating to the Ronald Donald, Donald McDonald House. <laughs> yeah, three signs of a serial killer.
0: So he goes through school. He turns sixteen. He graduates high school, and he gets a job as a teacher. As he's teaching, a couple years after becoming a teacher, he takes interest in a local girl. Her name is Clara Lovering, and it's funny because like. You it's you can see the seed of him starting to be a fraudster and I
1: want to say bully What do you mean by fraudster? Like like a um must have like catch me if you can, Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. kind of style yeah, stuff. Yeah, like 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 he would he would, like a con man, a yeah. snake oil salesman type. Yeah, he so con
0: man also just like a bully and someone who would do anything to get his way. Clara Lovering came from a very wealthy family. <laughs> Clubberlang? It's C L A R A. Is that Clara? Clara? I don't I know. just think of Clubberlang, which is Mr. T's <laughs> character yeah, Mr. in G. Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> she was super wealthy. So he like took an interest in her because he's like, hey, if I can get that money,
1: yeah. everything will be great. If you can marry a Skylar sister, you're rich, son. Right, exactly.
0: So he's he for early age. He's like, okay, I gotta just figure out where the money is and do whatever I have to do to get that. So he notices another kid. It's like a school dance or something like that, and there's another guy taking interest in her, and he walks up and he's like, Wait, but they're
1: all but they're all adults. Well, they're they like, like
0: teachers. Well, they're adults in the 1860s, which is like 18 years old, 17 years old. But like, they're all like faculty yeah, yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. It's not
1: just like kids. Because <laughs> you, right. you say? Well, the well, dance. Sure. I'm like, okay, so I should say. Yeah. He stuck his head in a punch bowl.
0: But he saw another dude trying to like talk to her, and he was he basically was like, "I'm gonna mess you up if you talk to her again. I'm gonna get you." And that's pretty much how he won her heart. Like <laughs> he basically basically made it so that no other guy would try to talk to her. So that when he did, she was like, "Oh, this guy's taking an interest in me." So they get married. And they did it pretty secretively. And when his mother found out about the marriage, she said, well, she couldn't have done worse and will probably have to support you. (laughs) So... Yeah, no, his mother sounds like a shitbag. Yeah, his mother is a real... Shitbag. That's a pretty terrible way to support your son. So on July 4th, 1878, he married Clara Loveling in Alton. They then had a son who was born two years later in February of 1880 in New Hampshire. And basically as soon as his son Robert was born he was like i'm done with this i'm out of here the marriage sours and he pretty much fails <laughs> he did what he had to he, he gave
1: it the seed yeah. and he's, he's his like job. He's i done.
0: i don't want any more of this so at 19 he leaves new hampshire to study medicine abandoning clara and their infant son he first enrolls at university of vermont but after a year he transfers to the university of michigan and there's a lot of skeptical like a lot of skepticism as to why he did that but the predominant theory is that he's a huge football fan <laughs> is that university of michigan had a cutting-edge curriculum curriculum on human dissection
1: <laughs> so
0: he was like i like that after all my dissecting of animals and stuff in the woods i want to get more involved in that
1: that's what a lot of kids uh, talk about in high school
0: yeah you know cl- i mean standard locker room talk
1: i'm like this one has a nice campus that's in the city and this one really dissects people <laughs> But it's all, you know, his common app must have been just had the craziest essay.
0: <laughs> he now is at UVM and smoking pot, probably. Well, a lot of not quite close. A lot of kids who knew him repeatedly mentioned his habit of stealing medical cadavers, both intact and in pieces. Uh, so it's a lot like smoking pot. If oh, yeah. you were,
1: <laughs> Oh, he's doing a wonky stuff with those.
0: Uh, something that supports this he had a landlady who quote, noticed a foul stench in Holmes' room emanating from a dark object under the bed. She then swept the object out from under the bed and it was a the cadaver of a dead baby. So he's like stealing cadavers from the school and, well, what he was doing with them is that Trying to be the best surgeon he can be. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he would, I guess. I mean, in his views, he's probably like, what? This is just initiative. I'm just showing you. how I learned, dude. Yeah, I just, right. It's not in a classroom setting. <laughs> so, his last year of medical school, he was sued for, quote, breach of promise, which back in the 1800s was basically telling another woman you're not married was illegal. So, what? he. He found he met another girl and told her that he was like a single dude just living out there.
1: Oh, so if you're married and you need to tell, them. yeah, and I if you're like just meant like you weren't allowed <laughs> to no, tell no, 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 no. them if you were <laughs> No, <laughs> I was like, if, why?
0: If you were married and you told, and you convinced somebody or lied to somebody and said that you were like, single and like had a relationship with this person, it's basically adultery, but it was illegal or high. You know, a breach of the university's code of ethics. Yeah. So. His accuser claimed that Holmes proposed to her and consummated their relationship only to, for her to later find out that he was already married to Clara. And if this was proven true, the charges would prevent him from graduating UVM. So Holmes convinced his professor, Professor Herdman, to defend his character in school. And so Herdman was like, hey, Holmes is a cool dude. He didn't, you know, I this is <laughs> a <so> rumor. He's so cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. So he successfully defends Holmes, and Holmes graduates, and then right after graduation, Holmes goes back to the professor and is like, hey, by the way, I lied. I totally did all that stuff. <laughs> and, <laughs> Psych. Yeah, and the professor called him a scoundrel and yelled at him as one would. But this is just some examples of this guy is taking advantage of every single person in his life at Especially all. the
1: the dead ones. Yeah,
0: so he's doing anything he can. If it's if it's dark and negative and creepy and weird, this guy's
1: doing it. Oh baby, you better know that Herman Mudges or whatever his name <laughs> is is going to be all about it.
0: So that's his initial entry into the world up to like 1920 years old is just adultery, fucking just livery, lying to people, just... doing all sorts of terrible things. So he then actually starts doing real crimes where he began selling cadavers to collect insurance money. He would convince families to take out life insurance policies And then he'd get them to leave town, and once they left, he would get corpses that were similar-aged to the people that were, like, mutilated and say these are those people and collect on that insurance money. So he gained a lot of money this way. Wow. Another example is there was a—so he became a doctor after UVM, the medical school, right? Dude, isn't, like, becoming a doctor hard? You would think so. (laughs) But, I mean, well, actually, he was a really smart guy, which was part of the whole—which is part of the problem is that he could get away with all this because he was smart and cunning and conniving. So in his medical practice, Holmes had a war veteran near death come to him, dying of an injury. And he asked Holmes after he died to perform an autopsy and provide evidence for his wife so that she could show it to the Wait, so is his name Holmes? Okay, so he's still Mudgett at this time. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a good point. He's okay. still I'm saying Holmes just because that's like his like name, but or that's like what he's known as. But he's still at this time he's still Herman Mudgett. Okay. So this war veteran was like, Hey, do an autopsy on me when I die find the thing that like he still has a bullet lodged in him and he's like he's definitely he's dying from this bullet so i give it to my wife so that she can show the like the government that there's proof of my death from a war injury so she can get a stipend from the government and instead of doing that (laughs) he took out the bullet and then sold the body back to the family (laughs) he was like yeah i'm gonna hold on to this bullet and if you want your money you're gonna have to buy it off me so that you can prove that it happened how can he
1: do that legally
0: because they don't have any proof that the bullet exists he has the bullet and he's like, listen, I got this bullet. I did pull it out of this guy, but I'm not going to give this to you. And nobody's going to know this happened unless you give me money. Jeez. Yeah, he's a real, like I said, this guy is an absolute piece of garbage. So after he's made a, a good amount of money uh, in Vermont and Michigan, he moves to Chicago. And this is the first documentation of him changing his name from Mudget to H.H. H. H. Holmes, which he's now synonymous with, and that's his like infamous name. He gets a pharmaceutical license in Chicago. And he finds a doctor named E.S. Holton, who has a pharmacy on 63rd in Wallace in Inglewood. So there's actually, there's there's conflicting stories here. One says that Dr. Holton was on his deathbed and his wife eagerly sold the pharmacy to Holmes. And then others believe that E.S. Holton was actually a female doctor who was about to give birth and wanted to get off her feet. And like, so she sold the practice. But the common... Thread I found was that it was this male doctor who then died, and the wife was eager to sell the the pharmacy to him. <laughs> They're gonna say the body. No, so <laughs> so apparently the wife sell the story goes that the wife sells the pharmacy to Holmes. Holmes then moves in, and then the wife goes missing, and nobody can explain why the wife goes missing. Uh, Holmes said that you know she like just left town because in the late 1800s in Chicago there's so many people coming and going, and there's no documentation for a lot of people, so it's really easy for him to lie and say all this. Happens, or that they like you know they leave town, what have you? In 1887, Holmes buys the lot across from the pharmacy, and he starts the construction of a three-story building. The building was enormous and unconventional, and it contained more than a hundred rooms and stretched down the block. During the construction of the building, Holmes constantly swapped out builders and architects, sometimes mid-build, in order to keep his end goal a secret. Okay. In 1892, the hotel was finished. The hotel was built for the Chicago's World Fair. And thousands of people would come to Chicago looking for temporary housing during the time of the World's Fair. And he called it the World's Fair Hotel. So it's like right in the center of where the World's Fair is happening. That's why he's called the Devil in the White City, because the years where he was doing the debauchery that I will come to tell you about, that was like the theme of the fair was the White City and everything was like nice and marble and cool.
1: Uh, It's like a utopian future stuff.
0: Kind of. So the hotel, unbeknownst to its patrons, had hinged walls and false partitions. Some rooms had five doors and others had none. Secret airless chambers hid underneath floorboards and iron plate lined walls stifled all sound. There was stairs that went to nowhere. There was hidden rooms. There was trap doors. Holmes's own apartment had a trap door in the bathroom, which opened to reveal a staircase, which led to a windowless cubicle. In the cubicle, there was a large chute that tunneled through to the basement. In addition, one room had gas fixtures built in where Holmes would seal his victims in the room, gas the room, and then move the bodies to the chute nearby. Oh my he God. built an entire murder hotel. It's like Saw. Yeah, so it's, it's actually the, uh, the hotel season of uh, American Horror Stories. A lot of that is based off of this. Oh my God. He literally built an entire building so that he could commit murder after murder after murder and dissect the bodies in the basement. All the doors and some stairs were connected to an alarm system which routed back to Holmes's room, so anytime a patron would leave the room or walk down certain stairs, he would be alerted via this alarm system.
1: This was all set up for the World's Fair.
0: Yeah, this was all. Well, that was like. I mean, it was set up and named the World's Fair Hotel because he knew there would be a lot of transient people coming through for the fair, needing places to stay.
1: Dude had a big stash. Yeah, he did. Have,
0: he did have a big. The st- Scariest part about him was his facial hair. Was his stash was a big stash. So for two years in the hotel, he hired more than 150 women to work in the hotel. These women were primarily his victims along with guests. So over the course of two years, he had 150 different women working because he would literally just like hire them, murder them, hire new women, murder them, or any guests that come through. would uh, There was a huge rate of fatality if you were a guest in this hotel.
1: I bet he never had to give anyone a raise though. True, <laughs> That's true.
0: So yeah, and like I said, the basement had a dissection table, a crematorium, and acid baths. So it made it hard for police to eventually acid decide. Baths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It made it hard for the police to eventually decide on the total number of victims Holmes had, but the general number that is quoted is around two hundred people. Holy fuck a Yeah, this dude was he was at like the perfect time in history to get away with everything. To get yeah, exactly. <laughs> to get away with all the things that he needed to get away with. So Holmes is eventually eventually arrested. In 1894, he's arrested for theft and insurance fraud after a man tipped off some of his dealings with the police. While in jail, police managed to tie a murder to Holmes, which led to his eventual confession to all of the murders. He's quoted as saying, I was born with the devil in me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer no more than a poet can help the inspiration to sing. Ew. Yeah, so
1: he's a real... Don't bring poets into this. Like
0: I said, it's the perfect storm of... Lack of identification for people and ways to track people, and he built a murder hotel, which just still blows my mind that he managed to build this whole thing. Yeah, how any... do he have the money to build all this? Well, he from all successful. of his like insurance clan uh, scams, and, selling them boudies. Yeah, he so he made a he made a everywhere he went. He he also when he owned the pharmacy, he would sell you know fake snake oil cures to like alcoholism, and he would you know stuff like that were tonics would, and exactly such. he's literally like that character out of like movies where he's selling fake tonics you could say he made a killing Ooh, and never record again (laughs) that's it we won (laughs) we did it so yeah that's where he got all the money to build this and also back then there was so much building going on in chicago that it was relatively cheap (laughs) there's probably no like codes or anything no and like (laughs) land was super cheap to build uh to buy up and build on so holmes was sentenced to hang after representing himself in court
1: dude serial killers do that all the time they do
0: and actually people who were in the courtroom said he was pretty good. Like, he was a smart guy, and he knew a surprising amount about the law. Yeah. But yeah, like, Jeffrey Dahmer did it. Like, a bunch of... Ted
1: Bundy. Ted Bundy.
0: Or no, Ted Bundy, not Jeffrey Dahmer. Ted Bundy. So, he requested that his coffin be encased in cement because he knew firsthand what people do to cadavers. So, he's like, hey, uh, people are going to try and dig me up. Baronet- <laughs> Trust me, I used to get
1: weird with him. <laughs> He's like, so, and, the, and they're they, like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> no, what's
0: weird about it is they're like, "Sure, like we'll do that." And I was like, "Why are you granting this guy any kind of?" I know that's a, what I know. It's weird. So when Holmes was hung, his neck didn't break after the initial drop. Instead, he good, hung, yeah. Instead, he hung for twenty minutes before being proclaimed dead.
1: Good. I hope it sucks <laughs> for him.
0: Yeah, and then, bef- uh, f- like in the coming days before he was hung, he claimed that he became the devil and that his face had started to become the devil's face. Who's to say it wasn't? Well, let's get into that. (laughs) (laughs) Because in the aftermath (laughs) of Holmes' death, the guy who tipped off the police about his initial insurance fraud and things like that was shot and killed by a police officer. The warden of the prison where Holmes was kept killed himself. The caretaker of the hotel killed himself with his suicide note only reading, I could not sleep. And then finally, the creepiest one, which goes along with this whole devil thing, the DA who argued the case in court died in a fire. Oh man! And the only thing left unburned on his body was a picture of Holmes.
1: That's crazy! Isn't that nuts? That's macabre. That's spooky. So, town. dude, creepy. that's fucking crazy town. Yeah, this guy, re- like, he was like doing black magic.
0: Basically, he he. It's just his knowledge of medicine and. His ability to convince people and manipulate them allowed him to literally build a mur- murder
1: hotel. And Fun times at the murder hotel. I wonder how much it was to stay there. <laughs> the only, yeah, the scariest part is the pricing of the rooms. You know? That's what I mean. When you like signed in, you were like, can I get a room? And do you think he was like, we have one with a queen, one without doors? We have one with <laughs> no, five yeah, doors. He would literally <laughs> just be like,
0: any room you chose would have some sort of contraption to allow Holmes to he had a whole secret like labyrinth underneath rooms and stuff where he could get to like any room in the place. It's like clue. Like yeah. he could just like I was go say to...
1: just a bookcase or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he had a whole labyrinth of unknown like doors and tunnels where he could get anywhere in the hotel and get to wherever he needed to go to commit his Dastardly uh, deeds. His dastardly dude was a real dastard das- <laughs> dastardly deeder, So that is H. H. Holmes and Big Triple H. There's actually some speculation out there about there's some connections to like Jack the Ripper and stuff being potentially Holmes, but I don't think the th- it, it seems like it's Ripper a real was like loose. Way older.
1: Yeah, it's a real loose. It's theory. just like they thought there was only could only be one serial killer back then. Yeah, right, exactly. And he's everybody. It's <laughs> like it must be <laughs> H. H. Holmes.
0: Yeah, Martin Scorsese and Leonardo DiCaprio are hoping to Adapt Eric Larson's book, The Devil in the White City, into a feature film where DiCaprio is going to play H.H. H. Holmes.
1: Oh, that's going to be creepy,
0: creepy town. That would be... I would watch that, especially if it's Scorsese and DiCaprio, two people who are good at making films.
1: There's a board game called Greetings from Holmes Horror Hotel. What? This hotel is so good, you'll never leave.
0: <laughs> that's a, Is that a real board game or is it like a fan art of
1: like H.H. Mm-hmm. H. H. Holmes? Oh, it's a Kickstarter for a board game. What? Yeah.
0: How how much is it asking for, and how much has it been backed? This is important information. it
1: backed $4,531, and its pledge is $16. And apparently there's a lot of villains.
0: How much do they want for it? You say $16? <laughs> Can we buy
1: the whole thing? Oh, to
0: pledge is $16.
1: Yeah, it's trap cards, clue cards, dead-end cards, which looks like it means you die.
0: Probably. But Ooh.
1: yeah. Wait, is the hotel still standing? Uh,
0: Holmes' hotel is no longer standing. An aspiring entrepreneur purchased the building after Holmes was hanged for murder intending to make it into a tourist attraction. August 19th,
1: 1896. Pretty recent. (laughs) Yeah, It did not have good taste.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. It's like way too soon. Yeah. Um, But a railroad night watchman spotted flames coming from the castle's roof. Seconds later, explosions blew out of the first floor window and fire was out of control by the time help arrived. 90 minutes after the fire was reported, the roof had collapsed and most of the building had been demolished. So it is no longer standing... And that guy who wanted to turn into a tourist attraction has terrible taste. So that that is H.H. Holmes. That's the story of America's first serial killer. He's a real piece of crap. And uh it's insane that He got away with all of it. We got away with all of it. Well, also, for could as long you imagine being did? one of the police officers who was like who like had to like go through the hotel and be like
1: what the f- like do you think you're like what the fuck or do you think you're like oh we missed this one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boss is gonna be so mad
1: oh man this is uh yeah he's well, like someone should have saw sweating this sweating and like <laughs> <laughs> we need some kind of records of people disappearing or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet this advanced
0: the record keeping of <laughs> people oh my god that. so much so right? many
1: missing people yeah and like yeah, now you can never get away with this. It'd be like the first family's gone. There'd be like a video in a Netflix documentary. Yeah, like they get busted. <laughs> a week later. Yeah. <laughs> like it would be Just the next, next season so fast. of cereal will just be. Also, they would have to have inspectors for like the yeah, building right. of a major hotel. <laughs> a hundred, like yeah. A hundred like, hey. room hotel. Yeah. <laughs> The room with like eight bathtubs in it and no doors, <laughs> that's a violation of code. <laughs> yeah, that uh that
0: cased in room with just
1: gas, yeah, that's not gonna pass inspection. What kind of gas are you putting in there? It's like um it's an oxygen bar. <laughs> like, oh, all right then. That's okay, okay. then. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> uh so that's H.H. H. Holmes. And I wonder if the World's Fair was fun though. You know? <laughs> or if it just got completely overshadowed by this, because I could very much see it yeah that's a good point I don't I <laughs> it's, see I mean from pictures it looked lovely <laughs> <laughs> the reviews say people had an incredible time yeah huge
0: Yelp reviews at that time
1: <laughs> I'm fucking pissed that he got what he wanted for the like his coffee I know that's that's bullshit that you get a choice that you get yeah that he also got... imagine being the dudes who have to like move it and are like why the fuck <laughs> do we let this guy fill it with some <laughs> Yeah, just and you know they're like the like lackeys, like they're like the state, yeah, yeah, working people for like Paul bearing. (laughs) So
0: that's today's episode. Make sure to check out. Well, so first of all, check out "The
1: Devil in the White City" the book, which is where a lot of this information comes from. That's crazy. I wonder if like there's like. There's probably been so many escape rooms that try to like Definitely. do something off this, especially like in Chicago. Yeah, Kinda like I could oh, see that. Oh, it's crazy! Like you have to escape a serial
0: killer. <laughs> Check out "The Devil in the White City: Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair That Changed America" by Eric Larson.
1: Eric Larson. That's you're where a lot,
0: a lot of, a lot of uh, the information on this episode came from. If you want to look into uh, more about H.H. Holmes, it's a really wild story, and I would recommend checking it. All the details out and seeing pictures on our website. I'll have some pictures up of the murder
1: www.mondaymorningmacab.com. Yep,
0: it'll all be up there on the show notes page, along with full transcripts, etc. Make sure to follow and subscribe, and do all those nice five things. stars. Leave reviews if you like it. Tell tell your friends. Get the word out. We appreciate that. On Twitter, we're at mm pod. Instagram and Facebook is Monday Morning Macab. And is it? Did I miss anything? Is that everything? I think Instagram, Facebook,
1: Twitter. We're on all of them. Yeah, I think that's it. Check out, check out, and you know, check out our other episodes. Check it out, and oh yeah, yeah, check out the other episodes <laughs> too. Have a good Monday. Have a good Monday.